Welcome to Real Relationship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Welcome back to Real Relationship Goals. It's season three, y'all. We're super excited about all of the stuff we have planned for this season. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by the Prevention and Education Team at the Advocacy Center uh, for Crime Victims and Children. My name is Allie. My pronouns are she, her, and I really love to read and to be outside. So there's a little bit about me as you kind of get to know us this season. Hi, my name is Ariana. Um, my pronouns are she, her, hers. I like to watch old school movies. I really nice. like them. Nice. I love that very much. My name is Blythe. Pronouns are she, hers. And I love bike rides and public libraries. Get a library card. Yeah. <laughs> and my name is Kyla and I am a community social work intern. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I really love spending time with my cat, Salem, especially during the month of October. It's very appropriate. Oh, nice. I see what you did there. (laughs) This week in relationships, we're talking about the Try Guys. I'd be surprised if you haven't had an article or a tweet pop up somewhere in the past couple of weeks because the group has been experiencing continuous public commentary in response to actions of co-founder Ned Fulmer. We want to be respectful of the emotional processing that's occurring for all of the involved parties, so this will be a reflection purely on a public statement given by Ned Fulmer on his Instagram account. The first sentence of his post says, Family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus and had a consensual workplace relationship. The workplace relationship that is being referenced within the post is a relationship that company co-founder Fulmer had with an associate producer within his company's team. I want to be intentional in acknowledging that because of the power dynamics entailed within supervisor and subordinate relationships, there's a tension created surrounding the clarity of consent. Power dynamics are a balance or a lack of balance between two people. Whenever one person holds more power than another, or specifically holds power over another person, it can impact their behavior and comfortability in denying specific requests or providing genuine feedback or constructive criticism. While being in a place of power is not inherently negative, it's important to remember the responsibility that we have in acknowledging the privilege that accompanies that power. So my story for today is one day I was talking to a friend about something personal that was going on with me. I felt comfortable with this person and talking about it just because we were really close. Once we got through with the conversation, uh, like a few hours later, like I came back and just like heard it from another person, the same exact words that I had told someone what was going on with me. And I knew exactly who it came from. I just kind of like brushed it off and didn't think of think of it too much also but as the day went on it just kept being said all over from different people like things I told my best friend 
um, just personal things. And it just kept saying being said over and over and over again from different people. So I confronted my friend about it and they didn't really think it was a problem. So I just kept having to tell my friend like, hey, I really do feel uncomfortable with like you going around and telling people, you know, things I tell you and in my comfortability with you being my friend. And she didn't quite understand what I meant. So she just kept doing it. So in return, I just stopped telling her things about me and she kind of noticed. And so a few weeks went by and then she just kind of changed her behavior. Like if I told her something, it would just be between me and her. So, and that's my story today and how it relates to the content with just people aren't perfect, but, and just giving people like the chance for growth. Thanks for that story, Ariana. Y'all, we are in season three. We're excited about it. Um, So this season is going to be all about contradictions and tensions that happen in relationships. So last season, right, we talked a lot about healthy and unhealthy characteristics in relationships. And this season, we're really excited to try to apply some of those things. We also want to give a shout out to the Vent Diagram Project that inspired this by Alana Eisenmarkowitz and Rachel Sagragis. I I apologize, Rachel, if I pronounced, mispronounced your last name. Um, So today, kind of as you heard a little bit from Ariana's story, um, our tensions or our contradictions are that one, people aren't perfect. And two, we should see real change after we're confronted with our imperfections and mistakes. So we're thinking a lot uh, this episode kind of about conflict, about growth, um, and about accepting versus deflecting responsibility. So Kyla, Allie, Ariana... What do you think? What do you, what do we need to know? Um, and how do we wrestle with that contradiction? Yeah, I think Ariana's story was so helpful as we think about this. So thank you, Ariana, for sharing that. You know, it can be so difficult when you, um, when someone makes a mistake that feels so hurtful to us and feels like such a betrayal to even think about the possibility of allowing growth and change in that person. And I think one of the things that is difficult about that is both for ourselves and others, like, how do we even do that? How do we address that mistake or how do we address that imperfection or area for growth? Like, are we just like, do we just cut them out of our lives? Do we just like, Hey, here's a three point plan that I need you to make your way through so we can be back in a relationship. Right. And so I think that's difficult to think about. And I think it can be, um, or it is different for each relationship we're in and things like that. But I'd I'd be interested about what y'all think about that. And that's difficult for ourselves too, right? And holding ourselves accountable. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, it's a really, I think, uncomfortable space. I mean, I think all areas where like there is a potential for growth is extremely uncomfortable because you're either going to grow and you're going to change or you're going to go stagnant and you're going to remain the same. And only one of those two things is healthy, unfortunately. Um, and that's really hard. And I think it requires a lot of vulnerability and humility, kind of like you were touching at the end, Allie, because it's not always something that we can't always expect other people to need to change. Sometimes mm-hmm. um, it's really difficult to acknowledge that we are the ones mm-hmm. that are making mistakes in our relationships and yeah. we are the ones that need to grow and change and adapt. Mm-hmm. Which isn't fun because I want to get it right all the time. <laughs> 
very honest. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, last season when we covered um, unhealthy characteristics and then sort of their healthy alternative, one of the things we talked about was deflecting responsibility. So we'll link that episode in the show notes to make sure you um, get to see that. But deflecting responsibility whether it's us or we're, we're experiencing someone else doing that, you know, it's super helpful to just address situations up front and acknowledge things right away. There can be like, it's never fun to be on the receiving end of deflecting responsibility, but at the same time, we know we're talking a lot about contradictions and tensions. It's very difficult to, or at least it's unpleasant or uncomfortable to take full ownership of something yourself. You know, I had an issue just this week where I was like trying to think I made a mistake and I was trying to think of all of the ways that I could make up an excuse for why that happened instead Mm -hmm. of it just me being like making a mistake you know and so that is is really hard but deflecting responsibility or or being in a position to accept responsibility is such a marker of a healthy relationship and and just a a health within your own self too. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of like when we're talking about um, accepting responsibility and growth that sometimes, and, and again, to add some nuance to this and it takes, um, or it depends on the situation or relationship, but sometimes also growth takes time, right? Especially if we're talking mm-hmm. about like maybe like a bigger like change needs to be made, right? Like change can be scaffolded. So it's like, okay, we're going to start small and then like continue to build. I guess kind of like the opposite of the snowball going down the hill like the snowball going up the, <laughs> up the hill, which sounds really difficult, but how, and I guess that depends on the relationship of like, is it um, okay for you? Like if someone has to do, or if you have to do a lot of growth, right. To maybe pull back from a relationship to really evaluate, okay, is this something that I can do while in, whether it's a friendship, a dating relationship, a work, something, a classmate, something that, yeah, that I can do, like do this growth within the context of a relationship without causing more harm. Or is this something that I need to pull back from for a little bit so that I don't continue to cause harm as I'm growing? Because sometimes it's inevitable that growth is slow and that doesn't mean that we're not trying, but sometimes, yeah, it takes a bit to relearn things. And yeah, just really practically, you know, sometimes we talk about these in sort of like big concepts of accepting responsibility or deflecting responsibility. But if we're like thinking about relationships we're in right now, what would y'all say are some like red flags or things to be looking for if you are finding yourself in this situation? Like if you're trying to figure out like, am I in a relationship where, where this is happening and and how do we work through this? What are what are some of those do y'all think? I think a big red flag when we're thinking about like if we're in a relationship where something is happening and if like it's hard to like take responsibility for someone's mistake or something like that the biggest red flag flag is like the aggressiveness if somebody comes on too strong Mm -hmm. about something um I think that's a big red flag because we want to confront the situation and make sure that it's like it's getting solved but at the same time you don't want to like come in a toxic manner want to be able to just like talk about it find a solution and then keep moving forward and just also just accepting that the process will be a slow process but it's possible and it can get done but uh yeah that's one red flag for me anyone else yeah I'd definitely say that a big red flag for me is uh, like invalidating feelings Mm -hmm. so if I come forward and because sometimes it's also just hard to come forward in the first place. Um, so coming forward and saying, hey, I 
am feeling hurt by this. Um, this is this is actively hurting me right now. And to have someone say, oh, well, it really wasn't that bad. Or, oh, well, I just, I didn't mean it like that. You took it the wrong way. I think that that can be a really difficult space because in that invalidation, it, I feel like after enough time, it also begins to retrain your brain to where like, you're like, oh no, so that that's my fault that I, I took that the wrong way. So um, you no longer are willing to recognize the areas where maybe you've been wrong. So in mm -hmm. a way, the invalidation also ties into gaslighting. Mm -hmm. uh, they're trying to kind of, I don't want to say reframe, but they're trying to uh, like change reality, I guess, or reword that to where it shifts the blame. Mm -hmm. Yes, Kyla, plug the <laughs> gaslighting episode from last yeah. season. We'll link so that tricky. in the show notes too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and thinking back to Ariana's story as well, um, like having to um, like red flag if you have to address something continually right and it's like okay we're kind of talking about this over and over again but like mm -hmm. nothing's actually actually changing um is yeah another red flag how do you all think about the or how do you make a distinction maybe when between the times that okay i can stay and work through this conflict with someone versus like how do you know when it's time to to leave or like what's that distinction between saying like no for my maybe it's my own safety or whatnot um I don't know how to ask that question clearly, but, but like, yeah, thoughts, how do y'all, cause it's hard. Yeah. How do you balance that contradiction between when to kind of stay and when to go? Yeah. Go ahead, Kyla. Okay. I was say that's so difficult because we always want to extend grace mm -hmm. um, as we know that we, we all make mistakes um, and we just want to extend that grace to everyone. But at the same time, like there is a point where enough is enough and you deserve better um and it's difficult because I don't think there's an exact number that you mm -hmm. can like pinpoint because my like I feel like I am the type of person that wants to put things in boxes and say okay well I'm like one two three stretch you're out like that's how many chances I'm going to give you but I think that it, it's not something we can put an exact number on yeah that's fair and I also think that this is a good place to say that like in all types of relationships, romantic friendships, work, whatever, school, there's a, there's a difference between working through unhealthy relationships, working through some of these things I need you to change for me to stay in this relationship and being in an abusive or unsafe relationship. Mm -hmm. We want to be super clear that if you are feeling unsafe in any of your relationships, that's a hard no, right? That's like, okay, you maybe can go get some like professional help and show me some evidence that you have changed, but I can't be in this relationship right now. Like, I think you could leave the door open for like in a, a significant chunk of time where there is room for and evidence of change that maybe we can revisit this. But if it's, if you're feeling unsafe, then that's a hard, like, okay, we got to move on right now, right, which can be really difficult. Right. Cause there's like really no time period for that. Like if you feel unsafe in that relationship and it's not doing you any good, that's clear. No, maybe in the near future, we can come back and revisit this and work on it again. But as far as like relationships, when working with unhealthy mistakes and imperfections in all types of relationships, whether that's romantic work or uh, family relationships, um, how I do it is just like 
I don't have a time period either. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, like Kyla was saying with the whole putting things in boxes with the one, two, three, you're out type thing. It's just like, if I talk about it with you and like through a period of time, if I see change within you, then I'm more likely to stay and see the growth in our relationship and it gets better. But if I've talked about it with you and I don't see any growth or change within like correcting your mistakes or imperfections, if it makes me feel less or upset, it doesn't like bring happiness to me, then that's when we're like, hey, we're going to back off from this. Maybe in the near future, we can revisit this again and work on it again. But that's my take on it. Nice. Thank you. Well, as always, we're, we kind of, our promise to you is to keep this sort of short. So uh, also, as always, we have a relationship goal for you this week. We'll have one for you every week, something that you can practically do in your relationships today, this week to kind of start thinking about or working on the things that we're talking about in this episode. So I think Kyla has our relationship goal for this week. Yeah, our real relationship goal for this week. <laughs> is doing a self-check-in. So that kind of looks like um, asking yourself, how do you normally respond to someone sharing that you've done something harmful? How do the different people in your life respond when you confront them with something that they've done that you've found harmful? And then the next time that you talk with someone about mistakes, consider doing a checkup with them maybe a week or a month or a little while after that initial talk to um, kind of evaluate whether or not that there's been growth, even if it's just small things. And even if it looks slow, is there change in effort happening? Great. Thank you. And as, as always, we'll offer a recommendation. One of us are offer a recommendation at the end of each episode that may or may not have anything to do with what we've just <laughs> talked about. <laughs> and so I have a recommendation for today. And my recommendation is a book we have been reading um, with students and staff at The Cove here in Waco, and it is called Take the Mic, Fictional Stories of Everyday Resistance, edited by Bethany C. Morrow, Morrow. And, and there's a bunch of different short stories and poems and even like a comic strip, and it has been so good. It's such a good book, and it's been so fun to read um, with students and staff there, so that is my recommendation. So thank you all for tuning in this week. We're looking forward to this season and we hope that you will uh, join us next time for episode two. See you then. Thanks so much for tuning in to Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.